Warning. Warning. The following podcast is a spoiler-filled discussion about Avengers Infinity War. Please use caution while listening. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to a very special episode of Geek Stories Podcast. This is not the normal podcast, but it does put a smile on my face. We're talking about Avengers Infinity War today. We're very, very excited. My name is Cody Armour. I'm joined by Joe Morgan. Hulk smash! Shelly Waltar. I was going to say whatever the thing says, and I forgot. And LJ it's Lowry. It's clobbering time! <laughs> That's what it is! Dang it! Hello, boy. That, that's not even from this time. universe. That's not even from the comic book series. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say it. LJ's on some God of War. Uh, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, this is going to be full of spoilers. We are no holds barred talking about the Avengers movie, how we felt about it, all of that. So first of all, what? Let's for those who didn't listen to the last podcast, I guess it was two weeks ago. What did you guys like the movie or did you dislike the movie? Okay. I liked it. I liked it. I really <laughs> liked uh, everyone it. Everyone liked it. Joe, did you? You can yes. say it, Joe. I think it was entertaining. I think it's got issues. Cool. Well, that's for uh, sure. And we're definitely going to be talking. Everybody's got issues. Six out of ten. <laughs> we're definitely going to be talking a lot about the issues in the movie just because that's kind of what this is, is a conversation about what we liked, what we disliked. And before we get into that, I, I wanted to make sure that everyone knew that how much we appreciate the fact that this movie exists. The fact that 10 years in the making, uh, they made this Avengers movie that's got all of these other movies combining into one one universe. I was thinking about this earlier today. There, there's the X-Men. And so if you were to say, oh, we're putting 20 superheroes in the same movie, I would be like, oh, okay, the X-Men did that. But... They're not all these characters that are strong enough to all have their own standalone movies that have been done really, really well. Uh, so let's let's get into it. We'll start with the very opening scene. We're not gonna go scene by scene, but I think uh, this one was a bit paramount for us. Anyone? Yep. Yeah. Anyone surprised by the uh, the Asgardians? Uh. Uh, I think it, they did a good job, like having that be the opening scene and showing just how strong Thanos and his people are. Because yeah. you already you see all the time how strong the Asgardians are, and all of a sudden they're all dead. It's like, oh, <laughs> this guy's no joke. Right. I think it definitely set um, a precedent. Definitely. Yeah, and um, I think also this was a good place to start the scene because there's a lot of people that saw Thor Ragnarok and loved it, and right. so. Um, for me, like I watched Thor Ragnarok when it came to Blu-ray, so it was still very fresh in my mind. Um, so that and the and like, and I think uh, Thor three and Black Panther were the perfect like segues to the movies because Thor obviously it ends right when they see Thanos's ship, and then in mm-hmm. Infinity War they go right to Wakanda like I, I, just after Black Panther came out. So um, I felt like that starting the movie there was was like perfect. Oh. One frustration I had with it is that they start with the Asgardian ship getting totally destroyed. Mm-hmm. So, unless you really, really pay attention, it's easy to think that every Asgardian's dead. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like, that they completely the destroyed the confusion. Asgardian race. Yeah. You know, not everyone is looking at director comments like we are. Uh, they did say <laughs> that Valkyrie and Korg, they all escaped with other Asgardians on the pod, but it definitely seems like... Thor is the last Asgardian. Yeah. Yeah, Luckily, everybody's so everybody's so focused on Valkyrie, but I just want to know where my boy Korg was at. I was like, <laughs> I, like that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> Korg. It's probably best that Korg does not set a, start a revolution in front of Thanos. He might. Like this. Or maybe it's exactly what's needed. Yeah. Maybe this is not the time, Korg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Heimdall gets totally smoked, right? I yeah, really he's like actually Heimdall in Ragnarok. Idris Elba has actually come out and said his farewell publicly uh, to the character. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, which is sad. He, he was so cool in Ragnarok. Heimdall was a cool character. He yeah. was one of my favorite Asgardians. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so, really yeah, banking on him having the soul stone. That would have been cool. Yeah. Oh. He could. He says he can see all of the souls in one of the movies, and he used specifically the word soul. And I was like, his eyes are orange. Especially, especially with like Bifrost, yeah. you know how he had control over the Bifrost and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that would have put a lot of stones in possession of the Asgardians, and I feel like the True. universe wouldn't have allowed that. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of power for them, yeah, especially um, since they're already so powerful in the first place. There was that thing about uh, what was it? Xandar is how we got is how Thanos got the power stone. Yeah, there was there was a I heard some stuff that people were talking about like they saying they wish they would have opened with that because Xandar was a big part of um, the Nova Corps and Guardians of the Galaxy. True. And so I thought yeah, that would have been a bummer. We watched this whole movie about them saving Xandar. Yeah, uh, and then Thanos and wiped then it out. Xandar is gone. Yeah, probably. It would have been cool to open it up with like a big battle like that. I think that would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, speaking of you know all these deaths of all the Asgardians, one of the most beloved Asgardians, though he claims he is not one, because technically he's not, uh, was Loki. And yeah. <sighs> Loki, I'm, I'm so my thing with Loki dying, I'm totally okay with him dying, because this movie I was ready for everyone to die. I was like, you know, Cap dies fine, Iron Man dies, Loki dies, whatever. <laughs> uh, my problem was the way that he died. My whole thought when he did, I was like, "You're smarter than that, Loki." I even a little, mm-hmm. a couple more minutes of screen time, where he would have come up and done that, and then Thanos would have like grabbed his neck, and he wouldn't have been there. He would have been an aspiration, yeah. and then jumped behind Thanos to kill him, and Thanos choked him out. Then would have been all I needed to just like hide a knife. You're like, "Come on, man, <laughs> you, you know better." Yeah, yeah. He's worked with Thanos before. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any confirmation that, I mean, like, has Hiddleston said anything about being done with the character? Not publicly, but I'm betting he's dead. I think it's... Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that he is he's done. He's probably very yeah. dead. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm with I'm with Cody, though. I definitely think he should have gone out a little stronger. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, like just watch, maybe watch, like... Like, right after Hulk gets manhandled, maybe watch Loki, like, actually put up, like, a good fight with him, maybe, or something. Like, I don't know. Like, it would have been cool, but go out like a like a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> I I did love the fact that he he dies kind of righteously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing yeah. the right thing for once. Though, he did, I mean, when, in Thor 2 when he died. Not that anyone remembers that movie. Uh <laughs> Like that was he was yeah. dying for a good cause then, but I don't know. And then it all ended up being fake anyway. So yeah. <laughs> you had one job. I, I normally don't like. I mean, it's not that I don't like Loki. I just don't like. I don't like him as much as like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Like I thought three was was like his most redeeming like movie that he was in because yeah. it was cool watching him work with Thor. Like as they probably used to at at one point, like they've you know like they've done in like some of the other lore and things like that, right? Um, Yeah. So to me, like that was like a true redemption moment for Loki, even though he still obviously does what he does. But I really, I really liked him in Thor. I think that's why. I think that's why I'm sad about it. Like I can accept it, but I'm sad because I did love the brother dynamic that they finally found again. Yeah. From the three movies, it was a process, and now here they are in this other movie where it's like they have an established relationship, and like no, they're not like super buddy buddy still, but they like respect each other, and they they're like yeah, they're brothers, and now that's not a thing anymore. Yep. So it's just a little sad. That's all. Hmm. But yeah. So, I think it was LJ mentioned Hulk. Yes. Hulk is my one of my favorite superheroes at all. I don't know what I have to do with Green. Him and Beast Boy are my two favorite superheroes. And I was so disappointed Yeah. with what they did to Hulk in this entire movie. And we're moving away from the scene and just talking about uh, these characters in general. Uh, How do you guys feel about Hulk's presentation or Bruce Banner's presentation in this movie? <laughs> I thought it was a good a good try, but I thought they should have had him come out in the end, like instead of keeping him locked away the whole time. Yeah. I, to me, it's just like you're telling this story that, or you're telling this character story that you haven't put 
a period at the end of yet. It's like still like even after even when the movie's over, you're still like, okay, well, where's Holcat? Like, what happened to him? Uh, yeah. So I think it would have been cool to see him like we did in the trailer, see him running with everybody, and see him, you know, fight Thanos again and actually maybe like redeem himself a little bit, um, considering mm-hmm. how he gets whipped, you know. We still may see that, though. Yeah, like I still think it'll be. I think it'll be more epic when we finally do see that in the in the next movie, if we do. Yeah. Um, but to me, yeah. to me, it was just like really like they kept him like they just kind of like left it like that. So I was like, huh. I like what my wife said. She said I, it felt like the budget yeah. for the movie. Like they couldn't. They had all the CGI and Thanos. We're not going <laughs> to CGI Hulk. Well, yeah. Hopefully that's not no, the case. I liked it. I think there's not enough showing for Bruce Banner. And I think finally he's fighting. He fights smarter, not harder. And I That's think the true. way he fought That's in the Hulkbuster suit really showcased that. And I think it's a lot of room for character development, which I am all about. So right. I am a fan of it, actually. Okay. I, I kind of, so. I could see where you're going with that. Cause like maybe they're doing like the Iron Man three thing where they're showing like, Oh, ma- you know, Bruce Banner can be good without the Hulk too. But personally I'm an Edward Norton fan. I'm not really a Mark Ruffalo uh. fan. Yeah, and people are gonna get mad at me, but I I like that that Hulk movie, and people just have written it out of out of the MCU in their head canon. I like the movie. I wish that Mark Ruffalo would have been the star of it. <gasps> I liked Edward Norton though. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? I like Mark Ruffalo. I like both of them. I I, I personally think that uh, after all the crazy failures that that the Hulk had leading up to Edward Norton's character. Mm-hmm. It was cool to finally get a decent Hulk movie. Yeah. But from everything I've read, he was an absolute nightmare to work with. Yeah. Ooh, I don't, yeah, like, I don't doubt that. That's why they didn't continue going with him. How did you feel about the absence of Hulk in Infinity War? I'm not the biggest Hulk fan, but not having him there, like seeing him wuss out, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. It feels like he was he got, he got his head beat in at the very beginning. And just wouldn't come out because he was afraid. And then it looked like he hides, beat all to pieces. And so yeah. we do have yeah. a quote from Joe Russo, who's one of the directors, saying that people have interpreted it Hulk as being scared. I think all of us did. I think the majority of people eh, did. I would not. You didn't think have that? Said that? Not originally. It was after. It was right after the movie ended, and we were talking about it with friends when they brought it up to me, and I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense as well. But it was actually not my first thought. Okay. That was definitely, like, my consideration. But Joe Russo is saying he doesn't believe it's that. If you go to Thor Ragnarok, they're very – Hulk and Banner both are very worried about, you just want me for my – Yeah. For my fighting ability. You just want me for my brain. And so it was Hulk being mad at Bruce Banner. You just want me to fix everything. I'm more than, you know, a fighting machine. And so, like you were talking about, Shelly, there's room for that character development. Mm-hmm. Do they ever figure out a way to split them in the comics? They do, I, I believe. I think so. A yeah. few times. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I just see that, like, even when he said we have a lot of talking about, we gotta talk about this. Like, I just sort of saw as they have this weird, complicated relationship that they need to mend before he just keeps relying on Hulk again, especially after being Hulk for so long. Yeah. For Ragnarok. Well, so, I love yeah. through all the movies. If you pay attention to the. Bruce Banner's reflection, Hulk is always in it, and that's always been part of the yeah. comics. He can literally talk to Hulk through a mirror, which is always <laughs> super cool. Kind of a sidebar on it, but I, like I said, I definitely felt like I, I didn't think that Hulk should have lost against Thanos strength-wise in the to begin with. I understand like Thanos should be a better fighter than him, completely able, and they they did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. But in my mind, Hulk should be stronger than Thanos because Thanos has other ways of just wrecking shop on Hulk. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need brute strength. He's got like the infinity stones. He could have literally just done something to him, which would have yeah. had the same effect. I I felt like Hulk was scared the whole time. And I was like, man, for those who are fans of Hulk, like their, their big hero is this like baby who's scared of scared of the shadows. So I, I am really glad that Joe Russo has kind of clarified that. Uh, I hope it's more addressed in the next movie. Which I'm sure it will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. So I think it's 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 Bruce's time to shine, and then Hulk and his relationship should be because they never really showcase him again. Like in the first couple of movies with him, it's always just yeah, Hulk, 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 and then of course you have Bruce Banner for like all the smart stuff. But I think 
he hasn't had a lot of room for character development. We're also focused on everyone else, like Iron Man and Captain America and stuff. And so even in Ragnarok, the sword introduced it. And I think this movie really pushed that more. And then hopefully yeah. Winters 4 will yeah, showcase that I think that they're more. working towards a point where Hulk and Bruce Banner are no longer competing each other. And have gotten to a point where they are harmonizing. And so they're able yeah. to... They need that mutual respect. I yeah. do think that um, what my thought, what they were going to do with it was I thought they were going to have that in there. Like, I thought he was scared, but... I thought they were gonna leave it in in there for that first like battle scene when when they were like making fun of it because he was like trying to transform and they're like, "Come on, you're embarrassing me." <laughs> yeah. And so I thought, you're embarrassing I me thought, for the okay. wizards. <laughs> yeah, like I thought, like okay, he's gonna he's gonna transform at some point during this, or he's finally gonna do it, and then they just never did. So. Well, I I do love Bruce Banner. Kind of says it for us. Yeah. He goes, "The Hulk, you always come out at the very last minute." <laughs> and that has been kind of the stereotype yeah. in all of these movies. So it was kind of yeah. cool that in that way that he didn't because it didn't kind of reinforce that stereotype for these movies, that precedent that they have already created. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another few characters that we were introduced to in this were uh, the Black Order. Uh, how did you guys feel about the Black Order? Do you think they got enough screen time? Were they... Who were they? Given enough depth. The Black Order. <laughs> oh, Were Thanos... Sis? Do you say Thanos is or Thanos? It's henchmen. Thanos, yeah. Thanos is henchmen. Okay. They <laughs> the were henchmen of Thanos. The Ma were the, the well, the Ma specifically was the Squidward-looking dude. I'm going to use <laughs> Iron Man's. It's so funny turn. how he calls Squidward when Squidward has a huge nose, and that guy didn't have a the nose. The whole nose theater all. laughed whenever the, he said that, though. It was great. Like, it was good. I <laughs> yeah. enjoyed it. I, I really pre- I really liked it, but I was just like... He still, he still looked yeah. like a squid, kind of. <laughs> the Maw... Anyway, continue. ...felt really good to me, but... How, yeah. And I think you probably all agree, but like, how did you guys feel about the other characters? Did, did you get introduced to them enough? I feel like Joe didn't. He didn't even know who they were. <laughs> I knew that uh, Thanos I just didn't had know an their army. Title. What'd you say, Shelly? Yeah. I didn't know their title. Okay. I knew that they were Thanos' people, and I think that was made pretty clear. But I didn't know they had a title. Yeah. But yeah, I liked them. I think especially the chick, what's I don't remember her name. I feel like a lot of them, at least her, they sort of seemed like kind of real characters in the mm-hmm. sense of like we're following Thanos kind of for a reason, mm-hmm. even though they didn't explicitly say that. You know, they're it seemed like they were real people, not just like I'm evil, therefore I serve the bad guy. Yeah. It's like these people consciously made a choice to follow him. And then there's Mr. Squidward Man who's like, <laughs> Yeah, I've never failed serving him, so uh, I don't want to disappoint him. And so then it's just like, Oh, is it like it's probably loyalty, but I wonder if there's even like fear and like failure of that. Right. I mean, oh, he's yeah. I, I liked obviously them. in awe of Thanos. You know, there's a there's a yeah. worship yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of I mentioned this to you guys earlier, but I kind of equated them with the Brutals from Mario Odyssey <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it's like they don't inter- like the Brutals are not in any other Mario thing, and neither are like the Black Order. So it's like they're specifically here to get beat, or at least to like you know have a dynamic with Thanos' army. And so, but I, I just thought that was funny. It's like, yeah, you defeat him, and that's pretty much all we're going to see. Right. But I, I thought they were good for what they were. Like, they were fine. I understand that they couldn't go much in depth in this movie on who the characters yeah. were. I wish that they would have slowly been introduced in other movies. Uh, it would have made a lot of that sense to cool. me if Ronan the Accuser had a couple of them working with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To kind of give us an introduction to who these characters were because they were yeah. just kind of there. And I, like, you didn't really, you didn't yeah. know who they were at all. They just <laughs> were like, oh, hey, we're Thanos Benjamin. We're here to beat people up. Yeah, it's like you have to kind of assume. I hate, I hate You to, make the right assumption. But. I hate to bring up that other superhero movie that should not be named, but they're kind of like what Steppenwolf is supposed to be to Darkseid in Justice League. Yeah. Like, but now, I mean, not to get too crazy into that, but now, if they try to put Darkseid in the Justice League movie, it's not going to be right. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah that, mean, that's kind of what Steppenwolf was to me. Is like, a, and the Black Order was to me. I mean, like, I really wish the Justice League would have come out after this because I think it would have informed the Justice League movie uh, on how to do a villain correctly. 
Or maybe put out Dark Side mm-hmm. first. <laughs> I mean, they just Thanos and Steppenwolf. They're just so separate from each other in depth. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I didn't want to bring that into it, but that's just kind of what what I equated it to. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Thanos, what did you guys? How did you guys feel about Thanos as a character? I know LJ, you said it was your favorite character. Probably I, he's the main <laughs> character of the movie. Yeah. Well, so here's my thing is. I kind of became a bit of a Thanos fan thanks to um, that Marvel vs. Capcom game that just came out, and it okay. was because it was because his story with with death was in there kind of too. But it was in that um, Ultron and Sigma, like when Thanos was planning to get the Infinity Stones um, and to do all that, um, they had a thing where Ultron and Sigma came and they basically stole his thunder and. Um, they combined and obviously did their thing in that game. So it was cool because Thanos wasn't even really a bad guy in that. Like, he was a character I felt bad for because hmm. he was caught in this war between these two universes that he okay. didn't even want to start. Um, so then that kind of led would, me into the movie. Would you maybe say that you consider him to be an anti-villain? In, kind of the flip hmm. of an anti-hero. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Um, uh, okay. For, for the, He's a villain yeah. with redeeming qualities. Yeah, and uh, for the movie, that only, like, added to it because I thought it was cool that, like, you know, there's the, the, the way people are writing villains these days is so much deeper than, like, I'm going to destroy the world today because I feel like it, you know? Um, yeah. I yeah, mean, he kind of did. reasoning. But at the same time, um, it was cool to see, like, yeah, Gamora hated him because of these things, but obviously he doesn't see it that way because he has a whole different look on things. The oh. fact that he technically loved Gamora. <laughs> I was with Gamora when she was like, this isn't love. And I'm like, this isn't love. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's kind of twisted. But it's like, but... <laughs> it's, it's his ideas from love from his eyes. Right. Like there is emotion and there. It may yeah. not be like a uh, healthy love. It may be like, cause it seemed like it was some sort of like unhealthy relationship between right. those two. I mean, mm-hmm. clearly, but if that's what he, if he had that much connection to her, then, like, of course, like... Yeah, he cared for he her. He was a sacrifice her. Which like, was... he legit thought he saved her. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I... The, they gave him so much depth. So much more depth than I thought that he would have. Yeah. Which was good. Yes. Yeah. They always talk about Marvel I having agree. a villain problem. And, like, I know it happens a lot, but with Thanos and, like, Loki, uh, a few other ones, like, they've really given them these, these really... These stories that you care about. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I did like Ultron, though, too. Um, but this Thanos was still, like... I don't know how they're going to top Thanos in any of their other movies, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. At least character-wise. Uh, yeah, like character- Villain-wise, they can make more villains that are, like, yeah. crazier and, and do a bunch of cool stuff. But I think character-wise, he's definitely... I mean, because I think he was also different than um, Killmonger... Because yeah. Killmonger, you know, when that movie came out, that that movie mean Black Panther, not there's no movie called Killmonger. <laughs> but everyone loved him and, yeah. and I still think he's a really good villain. Yeah. The thing with him is that it's he has a lot of truth yeah. to like to his beliefs and his motivation. Yeah. The thing with Thanos is that there is truth, but you know it's still it's twisted. So wrong. <laughs> yeah. You have like you're not actually gonna like side with him because you know that there is always a better way and he's just yeah. so blind with his ideals that that's just what he's gonna go with. And so I think that actually makes him a better villain mm-hmm. because he's not just like a oh Maybe you're right, and like maybe they got a little bit of that, but in the end, it's like no, this is this is a ridiculous thing that you're doing, so we we're gonna stop you. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and the yeah. calling that he's coming for is is just resetting the clock a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not offering a solution. Yeah. He's yeah. Just buying more time. Yeah. Right. Dude can snap his fingers and do anything, <laughs> and he's. It's not provide more, it's eliminate half of what exists. And um, what I like about Thanos, too, is they don't really go into it too much, but, like, Thanos knows Tony Stark because of the whole New York thing. Like, oh, yeah. He, he mentions he knows him, and I really thought it was cool because, like, uh, some people mentioned this, and it made me think about it. He even tells Stark, he's like, you know what? He's like, because of you, I'm gonna... He's like, I'll only wipe out half of humanity. And, like, to me, that's different than like, wiping out just half of the universe. Like, he's actually looking at humanity 
and like probably saving more of humanity than probably would have been saved if he if he didn't do that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so I thought that was cool. Man, that movie <laughs> is like one big finale, like D and D finale. <laughs> I I love with a lot of characters that if Thanos. If you look at Thanos as the hero of the movie, because as of right now, like it definitely seems like part one of an Avengers movie. But mm-hmm. if Thanos mm-hmm. is the hero of it, then it's written to be a full length movie. Like it's good, standalone. Yeah, Thanos one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's so weird that they they wrote it in that way. Uh, <laughs> just kind of what it does to your mind while you're watching it is really interesting. You know what though? This is gonna sound crazy, but. Um... The Russo brothers, um, I'm a huge fan of that show, Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Um, they wrote most of that show. And so there's something they did with that season, like season four. Like what they did was they wrote an entire like plot line. But each episode was based on a certain character um, in that last season up until Friday. They changed it. But um, to me, like that end, like when I found out like, oh, they wrote that show, it didn't really surprise me because... They're like they're pretty good writers, <laughs> in my opinion, and so I was like, "Wow!" I mean, they also put in an Easter egg for Russell. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. I just like to me, it's like <laughs> after like realizing like, oh, they wrote that. Like the writing, the way they wrote that final scene, like doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. I know we're gonna get to that later, but I just yeah, especially yeah. with Thanos, like they write characters so well. Like uh, Thanos is only adds to that getting into more of the avengers side of things we talked about the villains the first two that i want to talk about was the relationship between iron man and dr strange uh, did you guys enjoy it the the back and forth uh, or <laughs> uh, they did not have enough any sherlock jokes some of them. <laughs> yeah the director I, saw, said, I saw an interview clip where cumberbatch read about that yeah he said that's lame no no <laughs> I, someone had said that it was too obvious, so they didn't write it. Uh, no. I don't think it was too obvious because, I mean, there's got to be a lot of people that don't really know about the BBC show. Yeah. And all they could have said was, well, I can't say it on air, but. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like the. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. But yeah, so, like, I think there's enough people that probably don't know about the BBC show. And, uh,. Maybe if it was directed at uh, Robert Downey, it would have been maybe funnier for, like, American audiences. Yeah. Uh, like, thanks, Sherlock. Yeah. We gotta go do this right now. I, mean, I don't know. For me, it's like, if they care enough to put a small, like, Easter egg in for Arrested Development, I feel like they can put <laughs> one line in for the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. I, think... I don't know. That's how I feel. But it, it's not like I'm actually upset about and it. With it's their like, characters, oh, it would have been fun. really easy to write in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, too. Like, they could have just been going off and off. It's like, oh, but this is our problem there, guys. Like, no kidding, Sherlock. Like, you know, it would have been, like, pretty simple. It would have been an easy one to put in. I really like, um, man, this this movie really makes me want to go back and watch Doctor Strange, especially because because of him him and Wong, too. Um, Like, when Mm -hmm. when Iron Man's like, Wong, you're invited to my wedding. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I want to see more adventures of of Doctor Strange and Wong for sure. It's yeah, it's a it's a flip, right? Yeah. Because Iron Man's such a serious character. Yeah. That's not true at all. No, he's not. <laughs> right. I mean, he's got a he's got an air of sincerity to him. Yeah. But it's gotten more since Civil War. Civil War was a different yes. character to me. Yeah. Yes, but Doctor Strange is stone cold. Yeah. 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 Like he has no joking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like being a surgeon that. Just that mentality went straight into when he learned magic, and I think that this, showed really yeah. well. Sort of like the it's now or never. Like we have to make these decisions now yeah. and do the, like and make them fast because we don't have time. So, yeah. My yeah. biggest issue with Iron Man and Doctor Strange, and I can't really blame it on this movie because I don't know if they would have had enough time to explore this. But Iron Man meets this magical wizard, <laughs> and he just goes with it. Everything else has been science so far, even. With the, you know, as guardians, they're just aliens. Even with, even if it's pseudoscience, but Scarlet Witch, her magical abilities come from an Infinity Stone, and so this. Wait, where do you get that? It was they were tested on with the Tesseract. Yes. Oh. And Which is why she's the one, only one who could destroy the yeah. stone. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Yeah. So everything that he's but, done I mean, with has so been Tony. Yeah, but Tony has seen. I mean, like he's flown into space and seen. He's kind of seen it so all much craziness. Like true. Yeah. What is what is magic to a man that's seen the most advanced technology? Like, but that's like it's technology. This is the first time he's ever interacted with. Mysticism. Do you know what magic inherently is? It's technology we don't understand yet. <laughs> well, see, that's fair that's the thing too. Is even though the Asgardians yeah. are. Technically aliens, I guess. I don't think he still sees. I don't think they really see them as aliens. Like okay. they still see them as gods. I, I think. I mean, that's yeah, my I, opinion. I don't want to get up on the soapbox for Iron Man three again, but I just I think <laughs> there's been such a missed opportunity here for Iron Man to interact with something that he doesn't understand mm-hmm. and have to deal with it. Well, because that's what of the being the smartest room, man in the room. That's what the Mandarin would have been good for. Yeah. But then they I, watched yeah. it. It, it, so, it would be so cool to see him not be the smartest man in the room. And uh. instead, he gets into a spaceship. He figures out what to do almost immediately. <laughs> and, like, he has... I got a little excited because he was like, uh, give me a moment. I'm thinking. And I was like, yeah, don't figure it out because it's something you don't understand. That would be great to see. And then he's like, I got it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, that was my only issue. I, I loved the back and forth, though. It was, yeah, it was a lot of yeah. They it's just yeah. They hate each other because they're the same person. Yeah, like, I just really like that. I think it's Spidey there for like comic relief and yeah. stuff a little bit. <laughs> I thought it was so it, cool it was really good that they you know he he Doctor Strange was so serious the whole time and he's like he's like I would he's like I'd save the stone before I save you guys, but before but for the sake of that one path or whatever that he talks about or, or yeah. all that stuff for the sake of the plan. You know, he, like, he gives that up, you know? It's, to me, like, something, like, he gave something, he guarded it his his whole time as, like, a mystic. Like, he gave that up because, you know... His for, whole life purpose. Yeah, he, his life purpose for... Because he trusts in this one thing. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, he just kind of has to trust that the rest of the plan will go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because yeah. how many other options... How many other options did he see... Himself giving up the stone, yeah. him saving Stark, but Stark not doing what he's supposed to. Yeah. Or something going wrong and them still losing. So it's like, he has I to like really to trust in that. I like to think it's not just for the sake of the universe anymore, but I feel like it's because of the things they accomplished. I think that it's because of the things he accomplished with Stark there, even though, like, obviously it went the way it went. Um, I think yeah. I think there's a real, there's a real, like, I don't know, like, maybe kind of self-sacrifice or whatever. In, in that? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. And a lot of faith. Yeah, exactly. And, and we can touch on it yeah. really quick. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man. Do you guys like it? I love the new site. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like... Have you seen that old favorite. movie, Aliens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you give one more I movie reference? Him. I, like, recoiled. I, I don't know how to put it. Like, I, I got my hands together and got all giddy when I saw the, the spider legs come out of the scene. Yeah. I was like, oh. yeah, that was pretty sick. So happy. He was a very well written character um, in this. Uh, just to yeah. be, just to be in a world like, in, even though uh, you know we got to see him in Homecoming, that was still a world he very much knew. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. But him and to I think, be in the yeah. midst of it now, he's it's just something he doesn't even know. But he just tries the best he can. Um, to like just do like help you know he's a good kid <laughs> yeah yeah he doesn't I understand it they... but, he, but he tries he's like i don't remember any of your names but <laughs> yeah 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 he's just so honest it's so fu- like even when he's fighting <laughs> i think that was really good because i mean and maybe they did this in homecoming and civil war too i just didn't really remember but the way he talks when he fights yeah <laughs> yeah like, oh he definitely did that don't put your eggs in me and, like, it's like, a, it's like a very... he's so incredibly honest and it's so funny because i mean that's also just Tom Holland as well. Yeah. Like he can't keep his mouth shut. Yeah. So it's he's actually like the perfect guy to play Spider Man because he is Spider Man. There is literally like a scene in Civil War where he takes I think it's what's the bird? Vulture. Falcon. Falcon. Oh. Uh, Falcon. in Civil War, he like ties Falcon up and he starts talking to him. Falcon's like, just so you know, yeah. you don't usually fight it's or talk so... in a fight scene. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, Really? Like yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Man. I I think after that movie, I mean, I already had a lot of respect for Tom Holland. I think I have more respect for him, too, because even that last scene with him was improv. So, yeah. Apparently, yeah. 
the, the death I was scene like, was. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I was like, all they gave him uh, was Spider Man doesn't want to die. And that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, because. and it's and it's one of the most memorable scenes in the movie. I think that's the yeah. one everyone's reference. It's a beam now. I mean, like he. Well, for Doctor Who fans made too, that. I don't want to go is incredibly meaningful. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I Doctor Who fans know what I'm talking about. Like we heard that and we all got teary eyed because it's a uh, it's a reference to our favorite Doctor. Oh, okay. Rip. Yeah. It, that one flew over my head then. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they did that purposely. I would assume that Tom Holland is British and therefore, like, got that just kind of subconsciously. <laughs> but it was it was really cool. Uh, talking about this team up, this team up also included Star-Lord, who Star-Lord. single-handedly ruined the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't ruin the movie. No, ruined the don't know. ruined the uh what could have been the end of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he uh, made a mistake, but it would have not been realistic if he didn't make a mistake. I think he may be playing into I, I okay. I think there's a possibility that Thanos is in an alternate reality. I think they use the the what is it called? The reality stone? Yeah. Yeah. To I think they got the glove off, Ooh. and they used the reality stone to put him in where he's at. And I mean, like, of course, that's what Star Lord would do. Okay. In an alternate reality, like, if, if everything played out as Thanos expected, of course, Star Lord would would go bananas. Huh. That's an interesting theory. That is a good theory. Yeah, um, I think they got the. I think they got it. So, Star Lord for me, like, I don't know, just. Uh, I don't know, I guess I resonate with, like, the pain of, of loss, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, it's just, like, and especially, like, the anger. Like, he was so angry, like, you know, and, like, anger drives people to do some stupid things. Um, but people are like, oh, that Kill was, father. you know, kind of dumb or whatever. Um, you know, I know people weren't happy with that scene, but to me, it's just, like, that, to me, like, that was raw emotion. That is the complete opposite of Star-Lord, who he really then, is. Well, you think of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. When he finds out that his father... No, he kind of runs. He kind of runs on emotion. Yeah. yeah. Well, he does. Like, he his, runs he on emotion. He finds out about but... his father killing his mom, and, like, that's the whole he's thing. Like, you killed my mom. You squished my Walkman. You're going to die. Yeah. But to me, like, it's <laughs> uh, just... No like, question. And, yeah, and Star-Lord, obviously, he knows what it's like to lose something, and he just... To, for him to lose Gamora, who he was obviously yeah. just building that relationship with, like... Yeah. Loss, loss like, in general like, is, that's a another tough, one. is a tough thing. Then he should have ripped the glove too, off when... and slapped Thanos with it. <laughs> I think another thing too is that you know he Gamora he promised Gamora that he would kill her yeah. when the time came and like he ended up making the decision yeah. to do it, but because the reality stone like it didn't even happen, so then it's like we oh so many wow, bubbles. so like see it still happened. You know what was crazy? Even though I wasn't the one who killed I her, I missed some of that scene uh, when with him and Gamora and Thanos because uh. I went to I well I went to see it a second time. Okay, but. What happened was I, the I, boyfriend. Uh, I had to use the restroom. I'm like, oh, this is a flashback. I'm good to go real quick because I'm like, I kind of already know like Gamora's background. Like, I don't really need to see this. And so I thought I was fast enough to be like, okay, I'm back. Um, so I had gotten back right after that, th- after that conversation played out, whenever she said like, hey, I need you to do it. You know, like, so, yeah. so the seeing the second time, I was like, oh, so that even meant a lot more. Cause I, mm-hmm. I was kind of, I wasn't confused really, but whenever, like whenever they had that scene happen, but it was just like a whole other level than to what I had realized. I, I'm really glad that, uh, Starler was able to get the father-in-law's approval. Good for him, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like you. You almost killed my daughter. I like you. <laughs> we are definitely running a little low on time, so we're going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, all right. Talk about team cap is what I called it, but it's really the, the team in Wakanda. Uh, yeah. How did you feel about kind of the state of where Team Cap is right now? They have, you know, the star is torn off of Captain America. Uh, Black Widow has changed her hair color. They've been through some rough spots. Um, is this where you thought you would see them after Civil War? Or um, were you surprised to see them kind of in the rough shape that they're in? Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Because they need to stay under the radar, but they still want to do good. Yeah. People, so this people think makes a lot of sense. their new looks have to do something with like a whole time travel theory. 
But I don't think that's it. I think it's no. a result of them just being on the run and just, you know, yeah. having to, like, hide. Like, that that's it. Like, I, yeah. I don't think we need to read into it much more than that. Like, as far as their looks. You think um, anything different, Joe? Yeah. I feel like it's pretty straightforward uh, for us. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then one that we've kind of ignored but had a very important part in this movie uh, was Thor. Yeah. You know, he, he starts the movie yeah. out and then really goes to the other end of the universe as far as what's going on with this stuff. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, literally. What, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think of Thor and his, his little adventure with rocket and, and Groot? I, this is where I really loved the crossover stuff as a whole. Like, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it with like team, the iron, you know, like the, the team iron man, you know, like, with their crew, but the Guardians and Thor stuff was just great. It was it was a good laugh, but to see those characters interact with each other was was a blast to watch. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was at first sort of worried because it's like, oh, Thor, Rocket, and Groot, so just three, you know, <laughs> doing their own thing. Right. Like, oh, it's just gonna be Rocket and Thor talking, but like them talking, it was just like, yeah, it was actually like really good because it's just like, yo, why are you doing this? And Thor's like, well, I've lost everything what more do i have to lose yeah, i that was gotta wonderful. fight and if yeah. i die he's like you I ready to do this oh yeah then. pretty motivated <laughs> and then rocket's just like uh i i have things to lose yeah. um so let's just be careful <laughs> i did like but, good yeah. they got the one joke out of Groot though the teenager <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah put that up you'll ruin your i'm Groot yeah I'm Groot. <laughs> see that's I where like, oh my gosh i loved Groot because obviously he plays such a huge part in the building of the axe because to mm-hmm. me, like, he's got his head, you know, buried in, in the little Game Boy type of thing the whole time. And he's just kind of like, that's where his head's at. But in the last minute, he, you know, he plays a huge part. And to me, that's like saying, hey, yeah, we don't just sit around on our butts the whole time. We can do important stuff, too. You know, like. <laughs> Him becoming always, the handle. He's so helpful in the most yeah. ways. Yeah. Becoming the handle of Stormbreaker was so cool. I think that was pretty clever. <laughs> I was so excited. Should have hit me in the head. Yeah, I was thinking, oh my gosh, he's gonna pick it up. No, it's gonna hurt him. No, it's gonna hurt him. He's gonna like try he to get to someone. Through. But like, it yeah. then became the arm, and I was like, oh, like yeah. I get it now. This so is so cool. Yeah. I absolutely love the Stormbreaker, and getting yes, to see Peter Dinklage as a dwarf that is bigger than everybody. He played a large role awesome. in the film. Yeah, man. <laughs> I yeah, that whole I piece was that. amazing. Okay. But it'll foot kill you only with, if I with die. Hands made of iron. That's that's what killing you does. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it means. I I don't know if that was Thor is so great. I love Thor. Yeah. Like, even that journey, it was cool for uh, Rocket and Groot to pop up on Earth, like before, when like before Thor did. Um, I think was did they they pop up before him or at the same time? Because I remember them interacting with like everybody else on the battlefield before like Thor got there or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, yeah, it was it was weird because there was a lot of interaction, but to see those characters finally get there and interact yeah. with everybody on the battlefield was cool. Like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie was with whenever Bucky picks up Rocket. <laughs> yeah, and they're great. spinning around shooting. Yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'll get that arm. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. As far as the Battle of Wakanda goes, mm-hmm. for me, I was expecting every Avenger to be there. Uh, what did you guys think of Battle of Wakanda, uh, and what did it do compared to your expectations of that battle? Um, I definitely uh, was thinking, sort of expecting Iron Man and Cap to meet up again. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the original team to meet up again, and now after the movie's done, I understand why they didn't do that. But at the moment, I was like, oh, no, but it's not the whole team, and hey, why don't them all see, you know, see each other and fight again? But that's going to be for Avengers 4. And I'm okay with that. I liked how it was in pieces. uh, Because to me, that gave everybody, like, enough screen time. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was able to, Mm -hmm. like, everybody played a part in the story. So, like, the Iron Man and Strange, like, their team, like, they were able to work on Thanos a little bit uh, before he could even get to Wakanda. So, it was interesting to me. Like, they're like, okay, well, we're going to bring the fight to him and we're going to try to prevent him from even getting there. Um, so I thought that was yeah. cool. There, there was definitely a, like a two front battle that Thanos had to deal with because they were like flies to him. They kept on getting on him and nearly got him. 
Um, so mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. It gave everybody. Or they enough. did get him, and they let him think he didn't get got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, but I, I I do like how it gave everybody a proper screen time, and especially Thor's journey as well. Having all of those three things lead up to that one final final moment did well to for screen time. Yeah. What did you think, yeah. Joe? That's. I. It was cool seeing the giant battle, and it was it's always fun seeing the crazy technology they've gotten to walk in Wakanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and the the guy that leads the one tribe, what's his name, Umbaka? Yeah, Umbaka. That yeah. dude's just a beast of a man. <laughs> like, that's I, I I think it's cool seeing them fight, but like just seeing how everything unfolded at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you knew. I mean, you knew as soon as as soon as Doctor Strange gave up the time stone, you knew that he was just going to rewind time to grab what he needed to get. Like you knew. Oh yeah, yeah. The vision getting that stone destroyed. Yeah. It was all just going to be undone. Yeah. You knew it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> which made everything so much more heartbreaking. Yeah. Because all yeah. of a sudden it's like. <laughs> Wanda had, had the, the courage. She made the decision. It's kind of yeah. like with um, what happened with Star-Lord a little bit, where it's like you make the decision to kill the person you love, but in the end it doesn't matter. It's all bubbles. In the end, <laughs> it's all bubbles. doesn't even matter. Oh, yeah, the bubbles I, thing. Yeah. I do really appreciate how important their relationship growth over the last few movies has been. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I usually don't focus on like the romance of things, but the fact that the romance itself had plot to it. It had weight to it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There was an end purpose to it all. was really, really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Battle of Wakanda. Sure. Like I said, I, was, I loved it. It was amazing. Beautiful. Uh, yes. I wish that everyone would have been there, but I, I totally understand. I think the way that they did things was really great. And it gets me really excited for, for Avengers 4. For sure. It felt very... For sure. <laughs> it felt very like Return of the King to me. Like, you know, just like the big battle stuff. And like, oh yeah, she's on the battlefield now. Things like that. Um, it was felt very much like a war. Yeah. But we all know how it ends. <laughs> half of our our Avengers die. Oh, the the new half. Yeah. The, yeah. Of how did you guys? The originals are all the ones left. Did over. anyone? Was anyone heartbroken? Uh, not when I was watching. I apparently I think the manner that they did it in was total crap. We're gonna give all these as, superheroes the most unceremonious trash death ever. It was a shock. At the moment when I was watching it, I wasn't. It, I don't know. Maybe it was. It was just disbelief. But I was just shocked with how they actually did it. Like Marvel, because I was sitting with a bunch of friends, right? And all of us were kind of whispering to each other, like, "There's not enough time to for the day to be saved." Yeah. yeah. There's not enough time. In this movie. It's so long. Like it's getting near the end. He's gonna win. I and. So seeing it all happen and play out, I was just like, oh my gosh, they actually did it. Marvel has guts. Marvel has guts. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, killed Marvel. I was like, this is awesome. Except I'm also sad because so oh, Spider-Man. When I watched it, <laughs> I, I guess I ruined it for my wife because my wife was super emotional about it. And I was like, they all have sequels. Like they all got <laughs> movies in production. Yeah, that's the other thing. I definitely have. And it's all the new too. characters. Like, oh. Chris Pratt saw, has I confirmed filming Panther. Guardians 3. I yeah. saw Black Panther helping up What's-Her-Face and said, like, oh, there's no place to die here. I'm like, okay, he's going to be alive because they got to have him again. And then he fades away. And I'm like, oh. Right. So uh, <laughs> my my gut instinct is they're all going to come back. Uh, I've been told maybe an option would be that the sequels that will be upcoming will come before Infinity War happens, which would be a way to do it. Ooh, um, yeah. My, my only worry comes from writer Christopher Marcus. It says Avengers four doesn't do what you think it does. It is a different movie than you think it is. Also, huh. the deaths are real. I just want to tell you it's real, and the sooner you accept that, the sooner you'll be able to move on to the next stage of grief. To which I say, fine, I will move on after Avengers four doesn't rewrite everything. Hmm. Like I'm not gonna believe it until I've seen the fourth movie. Right. Yeah, so... I think especially with uh, like Spider Man. Yeah. They're making our Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I think. And it's not going to come until after Avengers 4 anyway. Right. Probably. So they're right? saying it like, could be a prequel be... to 3. To Avengers 3. Yeah. But it's like you'll the only way you'll know is the second you'll know is when you watch the trailer and you see he's not in the iron suit. You see he's in the regular Spider-Man suit. Right. 
Um, but well, I, I mean, think it we'll is... probably see Avengers 4 before that even. And I'm sure that they'll keep everyone that's hidden oh, yeah. dead in the I trailers. Mean, yeah. Well, the only yeah. two movies we have until Avengers 4 are Ant-Man and the Wasp and then Captain Marvel. And Marvel, Captain Marvel. Which we I'm need. So... Yeah. I... Excited for Captain Marvel. Hawkeye better be an Ant-Man and the Wasp in some <laughs> form. Because they've done him such injustice throughout the series. And like... yeah. Give him some love. I hope that he's do. another character I haven't cared much for, so I'm not even worried about that. Dude, Only because they haven't him, done him justice. Every time he does something, I just cool, don't. I'm like, like, do I just don't more. care. <laughs> I'm like nah. he's no. Hawkeye. Like, um, like, he's Hawkeye. Yeah, best. he's he's Hawkeye. <laughs> 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 I the I, it was such a brave move for them to kill off everybody, and then who no they one. killed off ended up being <laughs> kind of this weak thing where we're like, oh, it's not brave. It's not real. Uh, mm-hmm. It will be, I think, brave if they're actually dead, if they don't come if, back. But I, like I said, it's got to. Then it's just lame. <laughs> so the, the, I it does like, real mad. I felt like where I, the creativity with this is, like obviously, yeah, they defied expectations of everybody. But when it happened, it's like they left you sitting in that shock because they said because they know people are going to stay for the end credit scene. Yeah. So you just have to. St- Sit there in bewilderment and watch the credits roll, until... and they just kill off more people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but but they also provide what people think is hope. You know, like yeah, they, you know, everybody's like, oh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. So my my problem with the deaths of so many of the heroes is not that they died. I knew that some were going to die going into it. Mm-hmm. It's that they didn't give them any of the hubris that. A hero that had his own movie. movie trilogy deserved. I, I, it's like uh, on the other hand, wet fart, you're gone. I wish it would have been Captain <laughs> I, America, Thor, and Iron Man that would have left, because then we would yeah. have been like, oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I actually liked that though, with all of them going so suddenly, because it sort of reinforces how fragile life is, yeah, and how even if it's like, oh. We depend so much, and like, still at the same time, I realize it's a little bit hypocritical because we still are like, oh, Guardians 3 is a thing, Spider Man 2 is a thing. But at the same time, it's like we rely so much on actors and their like movie commitments, and we rely so much on, oh, information given on the next movies that we're like, oh, this can't happen in this movie. Then all of a sudden they do it, and it's actually like shocking. It's like, oh, no, you can't do that. Then they actually do it. Mm -hmm. Because that's like life. Or death, yeah. I suppose, where it's like, you could just die any second. Yeah. As depressing as that is. Let's let's end it with, we're going to go to a negative and to a positive. Uh, <laughs> Shelly, what was your least favorite and then most favorite uh, thing about the huh. movie? Uh, I don't know about least favorite. I think... I think going into the movie, I really did want the big every hero together in the same area mm-hmm. thing which didn't happen and i understand why that didn't happen again it makes sense plot wise and everything but it's just so satisfying when i mean this is kind of what they promised in the original trailers and everything too where it's like you all your favorite superheroes are all fighting together <laughs> but that still kind of didn't really happen in avengers they're all split up yeah. but i think my favorite thing was it was just an emotional roller coaster because I think they all, all the characters were very, um, like they did a really good job having every character be their character, you know? Mm-hmm. So there were so many of them, but they all were true to their character. Yeah. Um, which is why I think of it sort of as like one big D and D finale is that <laughs> they're all role playing their characters perfectly. And I can just, I can even th- think like, um, in the D&D session where if someone, like, say Star-Lord was, like, the character and the person who's controlling Star-Lord's just like, oh, man, like, <laughs> I know punching Thanos is a bad idea meta, but in the game, I think Star-Lord would punch him. <laughs> and so he punches him. That sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I think... And also just, like, how funny it was, too. Yeah. yeah. That movie was really funny because the characters are hilarious. So, I Groot. Um, I yeah, Steve that Rogers. emotional roller coaster was really fun to ride, <laughs> I suppose. What about you, LJ? That's how I would say that. Um, my least favorite thing probably is the Hulk thing. Um, I just, 
Mm-hmm. I feel like out of all the things they left open ended, like it was that. Like I'm like, oh really? Like all right. And like I guess, like I I still don't know where they're going with it with the whole thing. Uh, I would have loved to see him come back at the end. Um, what I really liked to watch the second time that I kind of went back for uh, was like the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and I also kind of went back one second time. I I wanted to look for clues and things. But I felt like the fight scenes were so well choreographed, um, especially yes. especially with like Iron Man, and then when they were fighting Thanos, oh, it was just so crazy! Like seeing that Iron was Man, so, that was so satisfying. That entire fight yeah. with all of them and Thanos, I was like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. Like especially Iron Man, uh, it's kind of one of those things. It's like I see I see a lot in like the Marvel vs. Capcom games and like some of the comic comics and stuff. Like he has this suit does all kinds of crazy new stuff like he basically had a jet engine for legs in that one part yeah um, oh yeah but i thought it was just so cool he used like all these weird like tr- suit transformations like that like i'd seen him use in other things before uh, and then like with spider-man and and the creativity with dr strange using using the magic like holes and stuff it was so creative and then star lord obviously <laughs> doing his thing yeah oh but the fight scenes were easily my favorite part of that movie Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, to me, that's like a very, I don't know, like cliche cliche thing to say, but I feel like that was highly overlooked uh, compared to like, obviously the movie does all these other things so well, but the action, like the fight scenes did, were just as great, I think. What about you, Joe? I like the comedy. I, I've always liked Marvel's sense of humor mm-hmm. pretty well. Mm-hmm. And between the Guardians and yeah. Thor and Peter Parker all wrapped up in there, yeah, there were some pretty good. There were some pretty good lines. Yeah. Um, I I think the way that they killed off all those heroes was absolute nonsense. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was unearned trash. <laughs> I, well, the fact that it has like no weight to me makes me okay with it. Right. That's that's part of it too. It's like okay, well. You did this thing that that you're gonna undo next movie, yeah. and you you piddled it away. Like if you did actually kill any of these people off, you you spent the last ten years building them up, and you're gonna you're not gonna give them the the dignity to die a hero's death. Yeah, okay. you're just gonna literally. I mean, it's literally dust in the wind, <laughs> which I think is absolute. I, I think it's so unceremonious and poor to those characters. Cool, yeah. My my dislike, I guess, would be the the Hulk thing too. I Hulk's one of my favorite characters, like I said, and I just I felt him he was just did done so much injustice. Yeah, he was underutilized. Like I was in the fence that a lot of people disagree with that I think that he should have been able to knock Thanos into the wall and then Thanos be like, mm-hmm. No. And I know a lot of people disagree with that, but uh, that's where I thought. And so to get the very opposite of that, of him being so absent yeah. from the movie, I was mm-hmm. I was so bummed as a fan. Uh, am I? I'm going to go more cliche than LJ uh, huh. with my like, and that is the fact <laughs> that the movie even exists. I <laughs> I Solid. this is my like thing. When I consider myself a geek, I I could probably credit these Marvel movies to my geekdom. Uh, so much. I mean, I when I found out that when I saw Tony Stark in in the Hulk movie, that was when it kind of all started for me. And I started researching all of these things, and I I follow Facebook pages that have all these behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have been watching this grow into what this movie was, and I I was so appreciative of it being a good movie um, that. They were able to, they've always been able to raise expectations. It got a little weak for a while. Iron Man 3, Thor 2, I was getting a little worried uh, about the future of the Marvel Universe. But they have done so well uh, with making these movies bigger and better every time. And I'm, I'm just really grateful to have at least the first part of this movie. I'm really excited for the next one. Uh, so I can see them as as a cohesive piece. Um, yeah, because this definitely leaves you wanting. But that's what we're going. I yeah. the fact that I got to see all of my favorite superheroes that I've grown up with uh, in a movie together is super super <laughs> cool. Yeah, 
and each one, as I think it was Shelly said, like they've all they did each character justice. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as all the characters seemed like their characters. Stay true. To yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Our our question. You guys can uh, tweet at us the hashtag GUGCast. Uh, careful not to spoil it for your friends. They might get mad. You know what you can do is actually if you at Geeks Under Grace and then comment hashtag GUGCast at the end, we'll actually see it that way. Uh, but that way it's not f- falling into the feed of your of your Twitter followers. Uh, tweet at us what you thought of the movie. Uh, what are things that you agreed with us on, what you disagreed with us on, what yeah. do you guys have to say. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24 and on tw- Twitch at Shellshock24. Cool. Joe? On Twitch. Nope. Twitter at <laughs> Joe Knows Games. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ and uh, right now streaming on Tuesdays for the Geeks Under Grace channel, um, which is twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Keep gaming. Keep praying. God bless.